1: Hi, everyone. I'm Fox News' Rup Raj. On the October 12th edition of Let It Rip, we tackled the very somber topic of the war in Israel as we tackle both sides with both Palestinian Americans and Jewish Americans. And Congresswoman Debbie Dingell chimes in. It's a tough topic, but one that needs to be talked about in an area that has so much rich diversity. We're tackling it right now. And with that, let's Let It Rip. Welcome to this special edition of Let It Rip. Tonight, we are going to try to unpack a really tough topic, one that all of you have been thinking about and talking about. Metro Detroit is unique. We have thousands of Jewish Americans who live, might I add, in peace with their Arab-American neighbors. This half hour will be split into two. The first half, we tackle what's happened from October 7th, last Saturday, when the first attack happened in Israel at the hands of Hamas militants. The second half, we talk about the region before this past Saturday. Palestinians in Gaza say they've been choked out of basic. Basic necessities for years, and they want to be free of Israeli control over its borders and airspace. Joining us now via Skype in Washington is the one and only Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, who represents so many in this area of all faiths. Rocky Rushkowski, former Majority Leader in the Michigan House, he joins us. The military veteran has been to both areas in the Middle East, and Palestinian American Khalid Tirani is also with us. Fox News anchor and attorney Charlie Langton is here as well as always, and Imam Imran Salha joins us as well. The Muslim leader says he wishes peace for that entire region and here at home. For all of the guests today, we made it clear this is not a space for anyone to defend the atrocities of war. Any of the torture or rape of civilians is something no one can defend and no one should. With that, thanks all for joining us here today. We should warn you, some of the video we'll be showing you, as you can well imagine, is graphic. And it's because of the nature of this terrible story that's unfolding 9,000 miles away. But here at home, even closer in Washington to Detroit, is our own Congresswoman Debbie Dingell. You represent so many people in this area. I wanted to start with you. uh, A message of peace and solidarity. What can Detroit and Metro Detroit teach the world about living together in peace? And what's your message to people of both faiths?
2: I think this has been probably the most difficult week I have witnessed in my lifetime of tension between the Jewish community and the Muslim community. Uh, I think that all of us unequivocally uh, condemn the acts of terrorism that we have seen, the senseless massacre at the music festival, the raping of women, the beheading of children, and yet. And I don't want to say in yet—everybody—it it has it has been a horrific act. The Jewish community is uh, really worried about the existence of Israel, and many of the Muslim community care deeply about the Palestinians, the loss of civilian life on both sides. We have seen senseless deaths on both sides of the aisle. And I think it's gonna take a very long time for the communities to heal. And as we start to watch, there's going to be more death. I mean, Israel has made it very clear that they are going to target Shamas. Sure in the sanctum, and there are going to be many civilian deaths, and it scares me and makes me ill and have half of the feelings right now.
1: I think it's safe to say that everybody has had a really bad rock in their stomach and a bad feeling for the last six days or so. Um, we go now to, from the Muslim faith-based community, someone who obviously is talking to his, uh, his uh, fellow Muslims on the ground, also people of all faiths, um, and I'm talking about the imam here. What's your message when it comes to the pictures that we're seeing on both ends here? What's your message to the people who are watching right now?
3: The message of, uh, you know, my message to my community is a message of really being vocal about our honest complaint. Our honest complaint for the past 75 years has been the illegal occupation of Palestine. And from 1948, when 750,000 Palestinians were expelled from their homes, <clears throat> unrightfully so, uh, this causes for people to react in a variety of ways. I believe that the right way to react is in honesty, transparency and sincerity. There's nothing to hide. I'm completely comfortable saying that I do not agree with the loss of civilian life from any. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, anyone who harms an innocent civilian, I am far from them, and they are far from me on the day of judgment. However, everything has a cause. And so, we need to be honest about the causes. You know, we do a lot of therapy sessions in religious work for married couples. And what's very um, uh, frustrating at times is when one party is incapable of fleshing out the part of the conversation that makes them uncomfortable. And I really believe that for a very long time, we haven't been comfortable talking about. About the illegal occupation and we haven't been comfortable talking about the ramifications of that so my message is be more vocal don't lose patience there's never an excuse for unpredictable outbursts there's never an excuse for that so we have to stay patient continue to be vocal and continue to be honest about what's on the ground we don't need marketing we just need to speak on what's actually on the ground
1: and we have to be very careful and judicious about how we're viewing the content that we're seeing we have to be careful about where we're seeing this if you have a trusted news source which we know this is one for you. Rely on the facts, not social media, for the information. Rocky, we've seen a lot of misinformation. In fact, uh, right now, Meta is being called to the carpet saying, hey, you got to watch what you're putting out there and allowing to get out there because there's a lot of misinformation. But you've been to that region. You've seen this, and you're a military veteran. We thank you for your service. But as you look at what's happening in that part of the world, Imam's not wrong that this conflict is longer and bigger than what started on October 7th. Yeah, but the the way you fight the war and the way that it
4: was started on October 7th is an atrocity. Mm -hmm. And there's no looking back at history, and there's no moral equivalency from what happened on October 7th to fighting for peace for your territory. There is just no moral moral, uh, equivalency. But when you talk about where we get our news, let me tell you where I got my news from today straight from the mouth of Hamas, who went on Russian TV and specifically talked about how they did this. It broke this morning on all the news channels, and they stated, the the individual press spokesman stated that they've been planning this for two years, and they made the Israelis fall into a, a complacency, believing that they were more interested in governing their Palestinian territory. These are animals. These are people that should be brought to war crimes trials for what they've done.
1: And the, the work that's being done by Hamas right now, these militants, is by no way defensible. When you talk about people being pulled out of their homes, college, you've seen the pictures, you've heard the uh, the news reports, and I understand that there are different sets of information that people are operating by. But one thing has been confirmed by journalists on the ground, which is that there have been people pulled out of their homes, killed, families separated. There's no, there's no condoning of this behavior.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing, though, I wanted to address what the congresswoman said. I think it is really appalling that. That she is repeating a lie that the white house uh, had enough sense to walk back talking about beheaded babies this is very foolish of the congresswoman and to the BE rape. repeating and the rape there has been no credible reports whatsoever of rapes or beheading now that we know now the source of that <coughs> lie and the white house is walking back that that uh, that story that is one thing the other thing talking about moral equivalency we are talking about a story that the White House is backtracking. The one story that no one is backtracking that 440 Palestinian children have been killed by the Israelis. Talking about moral equivalency, there's no moral equivalency between an army that calls itself the fifth largest army in the world, the, fifth, uh, the strongest army in the region, carpet bombing, one of the most densely populated areas in the world, cutting water and, and electricity on 2.3 million Palestinians. This is anger, and it is revenge, and it is it is a war crime, not according to Khaled but it is according to the international and Cal- laws. And Khaled, right now, I'm going to bring it. Charlie
1: into the fold here in a moment. We only have the Congresswoman for a few moments. Congresswoman, we know the White House did back, uh, walk back that particular line, saying the president had only heard of news reports in which there were babies that were beheaded. However, we do know there were other atrocities that have taken place on both ends. When you look at the humanitarian crisis, you did mention at the beginning of this on both ends, um, your message to both Muslim Americans and Jewish Americans who have relatives both in Gaza and also in Israel?
2: I am concerned. I wanna first say the only reason that I've said it is because, and I asked about it at our classified briefing yesterday, uh, and we do need to make sure we're getting absolutely accurate information, but nobody is gonna, say that it is okay to rape a woman, and nobody is ever going to say that the atrocities that we've seen are okay, which is the point that I was trying to make. But there are very innocent people that are going to die, and there are families, and these are human beings. And we are seeing war crimes, and I'm very, very, very concerned about what we are going to see play out in the next few days and weeks. Charlie, you've
1: you've been on the ground, obviously, talking to both Khaled and also the Imam, but also others in Metro Detroit. What is the temperature right here in Metro Detroit outside of this stage that we're sitting on?
6: Actually, I've been to the West Bank. It was many, many years ago, but so I've been to the area, I've been to this area, and it's a it's a very volatile area. But that's the issue is today. And here's where I would focus on is how can we end the problems that's going on in Israel? It does take a conversation about Palestine. Where they live, should they live, and it also. But the most important thing to me is we're going to stop this bloodshed. We all agree, and you know, I I
1: want to say one thing very clear. You talked about peace, Imam. I want to make sure this is clear to the viewers who are watching. There is a condemnation of all war atrocities at the hands of Hamas. Yes?
5: And at I, the hands of the Israelis. No, no, no. Hands no, hands no let's just wait a listen, listen, there is no moral condemn, equivalency. There is condemn, no moral equivalency. I will condemn
3: 20. Hamas on any day if we can complete that sentence and say that we condemn all of the atrocities. But we always have to do it one-sided. Let's listen. be honest. And to answer what uh, 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 my friend over here just said uh, regarding, uh, regarding, uh, regarding uh, what he heard from the Russian TV, what about Nikki Haley, who said to Netanyahu, finish them. The civilians of Gaza, they are not Hamas, the children of Gaza. 50% of the people in Gaza are, are, again, are children. And again, 55% are women. Wha- so I had to let hear me, that from Nikki Haley. Let me, let me when just, she said, let let me just
4: say something. The Israelis Yo are Obama very. The Israeli military is very well known for letting the wherever they're bombing, letting them know that they have five, ten minutes to get out of buildings. Do and that is a public. That is a listen. Morning, Hamas, One family, thing I will say to you: Hamas uses people. Hamas uses people. Hamas though, Rocky, uses people as human shields, and that is unequivocally correct, by and furthermore, him. the the only thing that I trust as far as uh, information on the social media is what Hamas
1: themselves posted on social Rocky, media. I we got to get to Congresswoman Dingham for one last question. Look, if, this, if the speaker is not chosen soon, we're talking right. about military aid to Israel that is literally being choked. We have warships waiting to head over there, but until the gavel hits with a new speaker, we can't do it. Are we any closer today, on Thursday, to finding a new speaker of the House?
2: Unfortunately, the Republicans still have a group of people that are not willing to give a majority to uh, a speaker within their own caucus. Uh, this is a Republican caucus yeah, issue. I, I hope we resolve it quickly. I because agree. to move together, we need to move in a American way, a bipartisan way, to protect our country, our national security, and the global peace. And I think we do need to attack the simmering problems that have been in the meetings for too long. Because what we are witnessing is the senseless death of way too many people. There are families that will never, ever, ever be the same again. That's
1: right. This is a tough conversation, but a tough topic that's happening that we have to take on. And we thank the Congresswoman for joining us from Washington today. When we come back on the other side of this break, we're going to continue this very important conversation, including a discussion about the history of this conflict. You heard from some of the Palestinian Americans talking about what's been happening in the last 75 years. We're going to dive into that. Welcome back to this special edition of Let It Rip. We've been talking about the war between Israel and Hamas that is now approaching the one-week mark. We talked about what happened last week, the start of the war, October 7th. But we know this battle has been brewing long before Saturday. As we talk about it, we want to make it clear again, this is not a space for anyone to defend the atrocities of war, any of the stories that you've been hearing on either end. But we can talk about the reason behind this conflict. We have back on the panel with us Rocky Khalid, uh, Khalid and Imam Salha joining us now also. Also is Aaron Tobin, a board member of the Zionist Organization of America, Michigan chapter, and of course, Fox 2 anchor and attorney Charlie Langton here as well. And again, a reminder, some of the images you're going to see during this uh, will be graphic. But I can tell you that as awful and terrible as this is to watch these images, if you don't have an understanding of how this began, because as both sides will point out, this didn't start on October 7th, although this uh, this assault by Hamas militants did start on that day, this story goes back 75 years. Let's take a look- Look at this map right now, and let's get right to Khalid a little bit about what it is that when you see this map here, you look at Gaza. It's a it's a strip of land that's about eh, roughly the size of Detroit. 2.2 million people live there right now. A lot of people at home are having a hard time differentiating between Hamas, which attacked Israel, and the innocent Palestinians who are living there right now. Draw that line
5: for us. Yeah, I, I think the important thing to recognize is that what were the people of Gaza doing before? 1987 before Hamas was on the scene they were under Israeli occupation the Israelis claimed to be uh, to have left uh, Gaza as if they were doing the Palestinians a favor by ending their occupation of, of that Palestinian land but they have choked that, that area with from the water from the uh, from the land and even from the air now th- the thing about it is the Israelis were using white phosphorus against the Palestinians the most one of the most densely populated spots in Earth. And they say, well, Hamas is using the people as a human shield. You don't need to use the people as a human shield when there are 2.2 million of them in that very small strip of land. The Israelis are committing committing war crimes. Now, maybe this is uncomfortable for some people to to see, because, you know, they have been fed for so long that that propaganda that uh, this is the most moral army. Well, we are seeing the, the most moral army. The Shahab family this morning lost 44 members of that one family. yesterday the Dhaka family, 19 people, and the entire family. Some entire families have been removed from the civil and records because they have been and wiped out college,
1: you see, by the Israeli uh, Listen, we're going to keep— I don't know that there's a way to take away the term moral equivalency and have this discussion, because every time we bring it up, it's what comes up. But I have to ask you the question for all of our veteran Detroiters. When you see those atrocities that you're talking about happen to innocent Palestinians in Gaza at the hands of carpet bombings and other things you're speaking of that you're alleging are, are, that have happened— do you feel the same way when you see Israelis being hurt outside of their homes?
5: Of course. I mean, the targeting of civilians is abhorrent and unacceptable by any side. But when when uh, a, a terrorist with an F-16 dropping a 5,000-pound bomb on, on a building, on a residential tower in Gaza, is he less of a terrorist just yes, because he's flying an F-16? You know, you we'll can tell me it. all like day long add, that please. this is not— just a, a Terrorism. This is actually worse terrorism yeah. because you have that capability. Okay, just I want to
3: summarize if I can. I would like to add just one point and say the reality of the situation is, uh, if Hamas ceased to exist today, the occupation would remain and all of those restrictions and all <laughs> no. of those conditions. Would remain. <laughs> Israel
1: has, <laughs> I mean, has been doing it to the Palestinians I gotta, prior to. I got to give equal and time and to everybody, and we're going to do that now. And I, I, and I will
3: say. We're, we're, the Holocaust survivor himself said, Take anything that Hamas did to, to, to the Israelis and multiply it by a thousand, and you would still not get the repression and oppression that
1: the Israelis committed against innocent Palestinians. One moment, Colin, one moment. Yeah. Rocky, and he's a Holocaust moment. survivor. One moment, please. I want to get to Aaron. Uh, Aaron Tobin, uh, as, as a Jew in this metro area, you have been posting about how heartbroken you are by seeing the images of what's happening in Israel. I want to give you the chance to talk a little bit about this unpack this for us from your perspective. Do you see both sides of this fight 75 years old?
7: Well, I lived in Israel for five years. I have relatives there and friends there. I'm very well schooled on the creation of the state of Israel and the facts on the ground. So there's fiction coming from the other side. Here are the facts. When Israel was created 75 years ago, the entire Arab nation, if you looked at that map, there's a, Israel's a tiny little sliver. You can drive across it in less than a day. The entire Arab world attacked the small Jewish population there, and they said to the Arabs that were living there, not Palestinians, the Palestinians didn't come till the 60s, the name Palestinians, they said, you know what? Go to our countries, Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, we're gonna kill all the Jews. You come back, you'll take all the land and everything. The Arabs left in mass because the Arab countries told them to. The Jews won the, their independence. There was no Palestinian state. There was no state in there. It was it was ruled by the Kingdom of, of Great Britain, yeah. England. British, British In 2005, Israel desperately wanted peace, and they said to the Hamas and the mm-hmm. other Palestinians, "We're going to give you Gaza." Which was equivalent of saying to the United States, if if there was an enemy of the United States, we're going to give you the West Coast, California, Nevada, Oregon. All we want is peace. And you know what? We're going to empty our cities. We're going to remove all Israeli citizens from the Gaza Strip. By force. By force, Force. because the Jews didn't want to leave. We just want peace. Hamas went in there. They, Hamas kills more Palestinians than the Israelis can ever do. Khaled, do you wish that there was another operating force in
1: Gaza right now outside of Hamas that's creating, on the other side, as you've you talked about moral equivalency, yeah. but you talk about one side uh, of, of the killings and the atrocities. Do
5: you wish it was someone else? Do you wish that there was a cleaner way and a better way? You know way what just did? He basically wiped out my entire history. I was born in a Palestinian refugee camp. My parents were Palestinians in 1948. They were forced out by the Israeli gangs that, that came the Jewish gangs at the time there was no Israel that drove them out of their homeland but they keep repeating these lies that, oh, the Palestinians, they, they left, and there was no Palestine. You know, uh, I mean, I would refer you to Ilan Pape, an Israeli historian who wrote The Ethnic Cleansing of Palestine. Ilan Pape is a historian from Oxford. And and just read about that. Read about what Gideon Livy is talking about. Yep. Uh, you know, like I said, Hamas started in 1987. What was happening before then? The massacres that they did in 1953, they did in 1956, in 1990. When they Killed the worshipers in Al-Aqsa Mosque. Right. When they killed the worshipers in in Hebron, 49 Palestinians were worshiping at dawn, right before sunrise, and it was an Israeli extremist who was probably similar to Tobin, who would who would go and they would kill 49 worshipers. That is the side of the story that they try to I'm hide from. You. from I'm, hear, I'm, and 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 I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot. He gave us I'm hearing a lot. You of, gave us he,
3: Gaza. You
1: gave us Gaza in an open air prison. I'm hearing a lot. You, of, you gave us Gaza i an open air prison. Egypt of, is on the other I'm hearing side. a lot of yeah. attacks on all both I, sides yeah. here. I'm hearing a lot of, of injustice on both sides. But, Charlie, the... <laughs> you're here in Metro Detroit. You talk to Metro Detroiters all the time. And you talk to people who are both Israeli, uh, Jewish, and also Muslim, who are Arab American. Can this region teach us a little bit about hope of how to live together better?
6: Yeah, I think we are doing it right now in this region. But this region is not the Middle East. It's yeah. a lot different. Uh, but 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 there's a difference over here. And I, I, I think I think it would be very good to try and get the people in back in the Middle East to kinda understand how we live. And I don't know if it's economics, uh, I think there's oppression going both ways, that's a problem, having absolute control both sides is a problem. People have to work, they've gotta have families, they've gotta be able to travel freely, all of those things mean something and I don't think it's actually going on in the Middle East right now where it is what's, going on what's here, Rocky, I want to talk
1: about the perspective that you have from the military. We looked at that map. You heard both from Khalid and from the Imam and also from Aaron about what their thoughts are when it comes to who did what when. When you look at the history, you've been on the ground there. What's right? What rings true?
4: Well, first off, I have to say that look at the story of the West Bank, because you've got the West Bank. Israel's not attacking the West Bank. You're not seeing the PLO or the Palestinian uh, PLA, uh, the authority there, attack Israel. What you're seeing is you're seeing attacks from Hamas, from the Gaza. These people are actually supported by Iran's, Tehran's extremist militants. You, you talk about—Khalid uh, talked about—oh, about, just one words, second, just one what's second, what's just word. one Rocky second. Just you, we'll you, you talked about choking off Gaza. That Israelis choked off Gaza. Well, they didn't choke them good enough to cut off 10,000 rockets from getting into Gaza. Let me tell you, they are not choked off. There are 20,000 to 30,000 Palestinians that were working in Israel. When I was there, I saw Palestinians working in Israel. I was able to go into the West Bank, to to the Palestinian area, as well as the Israeli area, and I saw people living in peace. To equate—and I have to end on this—to equate a, a pilot of an f 16 Dropping a bomb as a terrorist is wrong because number one, he did not start the fight. His nation did not start the fight. When you create a terrorist attack, when you put missiles in a residential neighborhood. You are the terrorist. You are Hamas. Hamas needs to be exterminated. It's not about the Palestinian people. My heart bleeds for your people and what they will go through in the incoming invasion. And I'm sure every Israeli and I'm sure are hoping
1: that you feel the same way about Israelis. But it has to be done. We've talked to you about that, whether or not you feel the same about the Israeli lives being lost. And then you have these Palestinians. A lot of people are pointing their finger squarely at Hamas, saying, had it not been Hamas and had you engaged in a different way, perhaps this would not be what it okay. is.
5: Let, Do you agree let, with let that? Me, uh, would you agree
1: with that, colleague? No? Let me tell you, I
5: mean, to put things in perspective, uh, since 2008, 150,000 Palestinians have been either killed or injured by the Israelis. 33,000 of those are. Children. Now, those were not in Gaza. Those were in, in in the West Bank. When the when the Jewish pogrom in Aya, a, a village, I wish I had a, a some bread because there's so much baloney coming out of it right is, yeah, it Trump, it's you right really now. I Trump mean, the
7: same way. You
5: figures. know, according, according to my Tobin, so. uh, according to Tobin, basically that uh, there was no uh, state called Palestine. According to that logic, it was okay for the white settlers to come and wipe out the natives in in. In, in America because there was no state goal. And, and I'm going to give you, you a chance and Aaron to give you the chance to have, have final thoughts, but Shots we have through. to pay the bills and take a break
1: and come back. And when we do, we'll let you both have your final thoughts. We'll be right back.
5: We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam! He just can't miss tonight! Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on, I'm on fire. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win! Make every moment more with Fanduel.
1: A minute left. Final thoughts. We'll start with Aaron Tobin.
7: You cannot occupy your own homeland. The Jews are the indigenous population to the land of Israel, the entire land of Israel. To say that we are occupiers is an insult to the Jewish people, to our heritage. Just read a Bible. That is the original homeland of the Jewish people, and we are the indigenous people that are trying to be pushed out and slaughtered
5: by Hamas. Well, don't take my word for it. Take the word of an Israeli historian, Ilan Pape, there you go. The Ethnic Cleansing of Palestine. I mean, order this book. It is only, like, $15. It really—Ilan Pape is a historian, he's an academician from Oxford. Read his book about the ethnic cleansing of Palestine and what was done to the Palestinians, trying to wipe out my history, the heritage of my parents. My dad died wishing that he can go back to his—to his land and to his and village college? and visit it. It is—and telling these lies and repeating these lies college? to the American people, I, I think I is a, is it. I want to thank entire panel imam Khalid Rocky
1: Aaron Tobin Charlie of course with us every week we can't get to all of it in a half hour but we can begin a conversation that can perhaps continue at your dinner table or at your church or at your mosque or at your temple we thank you for joining us on this edition of let it rip
7: the let it rip discussion continues online sound off on facebook twitter or fox 2